Welcome into Game Static, episode 95. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. Give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, got the boys in here with me. Zach is back. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? Kind of a bummer you missed last week. Last week was pretty fun. Missed you, man. Missed I don't you. know. I was starting looking at your Xbox games over there and I went, why am I even doing this? Why is it just Halo and then just Sonic? And then that Alan, Leave that alone. Then that Alan Wake you will never play. That's Jimmy's Alan's Alan Wake. Which you'll never play. <laughs> nope. Never going to touch that. You're not going to play the remake either. I will play the remake. You're not going to play the remake. I will play the remake. Just a matter of time. Also have John. John, how you doing? How you feeling? You're never going to play the remake. Yes. <laughs> Fucking God damn it. I'm going to play the remake, okay? I hate both of you. You're both the worst. You know, I saw no. Jimmy the other day and told him about that, and he went, yeah, he's never going to play it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, Jimmy. I'm going to play the game, damn it. I hate all of you. you got, Actually, you got... his, his actual reaction was like, he still has my Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> That's an accurate accurate what you know response. Yeah, I'm not surprised that he forgot about that. That was a very long time ago when he gave me that. Uh, also, shout out to the Josh Pillow. No Jared this week. Uh, so, Jared had something pop up. Uh, so, no no Jared this week. But he's also not going to be here next week. Next week was his on-call week. Uh, that's just going to be a normal thing where he'll be here for a couple episodes and then have to miss uh, just for work. So, uh, you know, T's and P's, Jared had something pop up. And uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, hopefully. Uh, with that said, we can start Wait, doing When some... did you start saying T's and P's? He's I've, always said that. I've always said that, John. Just... You are very late to the party on that one. I, you've never said it around me until he like... Has. Yes, I have. I've, I've said never, that a lot. I've never heard you say that until like last week. <laughs> I think it's just last week when you finally like, I think you've focused just, in. I think you've just never had an occasion to really say it around me. I don't know, man. That's a common thing that I say all the time. I was about to say, he's literally been saying that for years. Yeah, that's that's been a long time thing for me. Uh, well, first and foremost, if you could, uh, check out the link below for some Rogue Energy. Uh, pick up some Rogue with our referral link. Use promo code Spark Theory to get 10% off your order. We definitely appreciate that. And also shout out to uh, two new things here. We got, a new, we got a new sponsorship. They reached out to us, which is pretty cool. Uh, and a new partnership. Excited for both those. First and foremost, uh, check out some Swift Grips. Link down in the description below. Get the best gaming grips on the market. Super cheap. Use promo code GAMESTEP. Get 10% off your order. We definitely appreciate that. As well as our new partnership with Red Dragon. If you're looking to get some new uh, stuff for your computer, keyboard, mouse, speakers, uh, headphones, whatever, uh, check out the referral link down below. Use promo code GAMESTEP as well. to get 10% off your order. Uh, support the boys. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, join the Discord as well. Follow us over at Twitter at GAMESTEPPOD. And uh, sign up to the website. Sparky3.com. Sign up for free. Or sign up for uh, five bucks a month. Uh, with that said, I think that's it. Merch store as well. You know, buy some merch. Parkyourshop.com. Everything's on the website. Just go to the website. You'll find everything on the website. Do we got a promo code going right now? For the merch store? Yeah. We haven't had a tech problems, so no. Okay, cool. <laughs> Actually, you know, technically, technically, we did have a tech problem. I just didn't announce it to the world because it wasn't a big deal. So, uh, last week's game aesthetic oh. cut audio about 10 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a big deal because I just had the audio from the mixer. But on the video, and I did notice it in the podcast, like while we were in the middle of recording, but I didn't do anything about it because like I figured it was going to be fine because every once in a while, like when we were in the old room, I would see it happen where like I see the audio just kind of get stuck where it just comes up to a point and just stays there. Yeah. But then usually when I've noticed that before, like the audio is still fine and it's just like a, a, a just a quick little glitch. But no, I did notice it last week and sure as shit, it just cut audio for the whole episode so 
But uh, I do think I know what the problem was for why I did that, so it's not a big deal. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could put up a promo code for some merch, you know, promo code tech probs needs to strike again. You know, tech probs are a normal thing here with uh, Sparky3, of course. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and jump into some stuff. Uh, we got some uh, things to ramble on about uh, this week for sure. Uh, I like how all my inputs are here on Discord <laughs> for, for when I was switching cameras. <laughs> yeah, as I was switching through, it was typing in Discord. Oh, okay. <laughs> all my inputs. All right, uh, let's kick things off with a uh, new thing announced from Sony this week. Uh, PlayStation Stars. This one came kind of came out of nowhere. You know, we hadn't really heard anything about like this coming up, coming out uh, out of the woodworks here. Uh, basically, a new loyalty program uh, for PlayStation users. It's going to be free to join. Uh, you can get rewards by completing campaigns, activities, trophies, etc. So it's basically super easy to get those uh, rewards. Loyalty points can be redeemed uh, for your PlayStation Network wallet funds, etc. It's launching later this year. Uh, so essentially, this is like PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation. This is like Microsoft Rewards, where you bought a game here recently. What'd you get recently? Again, was it like Far Cry or something? I don't remember. Yeah, Far Cry Six. Yeah. By the way, how is that? It's a Far Cry game. All right, cool. The, the <laughs> reviews for it were spot on. It's a Far Cry game. All right, that's all I need to know. Uh, but yeah, no, this kind of popped out of nowhere. And, I, you know, I feel like it's kind of interesting that it popped out because, like, Microsoft Rewards is something I feel like a lot of people forget about because didn't you say that you forgot about it? And you're just like, oh, cool, I can do this. Yeah, no, I forgot about it because I, like, you get points and stuff from just, like, playing Xbox Game Pass games every day. You get, like, five points right, for doing that every day plus other missions and whatnot. And from... Um, purchasing things to a point i forgot about it. i didn't even realize it was a thing until i finally looked at it and i had enough points worth a hundred dollars worth of credit and i went oh, oh shit well fuck okay i might need to check that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what you, you saying that i might need to check mine as well <laughs> god knows it's, what it's at well i don't i don't i didn't know it was a thing but i guess if you just passively get points for playing it then probably need to check that because i've been I've been playing a lot of Game Pass in the last, like, year. Yeah, no, there's just, like, specific games, like, periodically, weekly, and monthly that if you do stuff or whatnot, you'll get points. If you get achievements on games that are in Game Pass, just playing a game that's on Game Pass. Oh, fun thing I've noticed uh, from from playing a lot of games on Game Pass, not to distract too much from the, the new Sony thing, is the achievements pop at random times, like... I was I was playing uh I've started playing Yakuza like a dragon. Yes. And uh <laughs> been playing it some. And then like I'll be at work and I forgot I've signed into my Xbox account on like the Xbox app there cuz occasionally I just lock, I just check like the new games on Game Pass when they mm-hmm. come out see what see what's there. And the achievements will just start popping while I'm at work from when I played <laughs> like over the weekend. That's funny. <laughs> just specifically from Yakuza or from just Game Pass games in general? In general. Oh, okay. Like like achievements won't pop and i'll just be sitting there like working and achievements will start popping up (laughs) (laughs) you know that i've noticed that as well like literally just sitting in here uh playing an xbox game whatever i'll I'll get i'll get an achievement and they'll be like 30 40 minutes later i just hear the ding again but then i look over at my computer and just pop them over the sound like well that's kind of delayed i guess i don't have that problem on mine (laughs) it's almost back to back okay but going back to the playstation thing i mean if it's going to be similar to like how the Microsoft Awards is, that'll be a very nice thing, especially for people who are very much PlayStation is their console of choice. Because as we just stated with the Microsoft Awards thing, you just get points for just doing normal crap you're doing every day and then buying games and movies and whatnot that is on a theme. So PlayStation does that similarly. I mean, that's a nice just perk for people who 
are already on their PlayStations a lot since it's a free sign-up thing. So Yeah, my big thing that I'd be curious about is like, you know, is it going to be as straightforward as just simply just playing the games? You know what I mean? Because obviously just simply doing campaigns, activities, trophies, like that's all pretty easy stuff. But like, are you going to get so many points per like, I mean, how is it for Microsoft? Just like how many minutes played, I guess? No, it's based on... Like, as I said, for just starting a Game Pass game, you get five points. You okay. don't get any more for playing that game specifically. Okay. I mean, yeah. they more or less have, like, missions and stuff that if you do this in this game or do that, do this specific thing in so many different Game Pass games, you get 100, 300 points, something or another. Right, right. Okay, yeah, so basically whenever you just launch, because I always see that it's like daily quest, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I always see that pop up, so. All right, so. Yeah, I would imagine it'd probably be the same thing. Um, and then also just kind of curious, like, how much everything, would, like, how quickly would you be able to gather stuff up? Because I know it's not supposed to be quick. You no. know what I mean? I, I get that. I, I'm fully aware that it's not supposed to. So I'm just wondering if it's going to be, like, in the same sort of, um, same sort of structure as Microsoft to allow people to to buy new games because like you know us even talking about this I I would have zero doubt in my mind that someone listening would be like oh fuck yeah I should probably go look at my Microsoft Awards you know like I, I forgot about that thing it's just like an afterthought for people so signing yeah. up for free is just gonna make it super easy and then know, for the Microsoft Awards thing it's just if you have a Xbox account you're already part of it you didn't have to sign up for anything so there's probably quite a few people who don't even know it's a thing. Yeah, actually, I, I I do need to log into mine. I need, I'm curious. Yours is for, you. You definitely need to more than me. You've done more Game Pass than me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with the with the Sony one, I wonder if like since they're just launching it, if they'll have like a little more, a little more to it initially, mm-hmm. like, uh, other than just like log in. It's like log in and play play games or something. If I wonder if like they'll have like some game specific ones or if they'll just have generic ones where it's like it doesn't matter what game you're playing just like play a game for so long play a game like earn trophies in a game or something like that as like an initial kind of boost towards it Mm -hmm. see i would hope in sort of that same frame that seeing as they are launching this as a thing that they bring more attention to it than like microsoft has because it's been a thing for a long time but it was sort of very hard overshadowed by Game Pass, because Game Pass, everyone was just like, oh, games. Exactly. <laughs> Where this, they're actually trying to promote it as like an actual reward system. So I would hope like with the launch of it and everything, they might maybe do a week or two or like a opening of the program to give some better incentives. Like if you do something, get like bonus points to allow you to actually rack up at least a moderate amount of points during that initial release week of yeah. it because we're because what got me thinking about that is uh the way ubisoft has done their games previously <laughs> where just playing the game like doing challenge and stuff in yeah. in the games earns you points towards would earn you points towards their store yes. where you could buy like cosmetics or things like that for the specific games so it, i don't know if they do something along those lines but probably make it a little more generic mm-hmm. as opposed to game specific yeah mm-hmm. And also with what you were saying, Zach, uh, that makes me think, I wonder, because all they said was later launching later this year, I wonder if they had launched alongside like a big release like God of War, for example. I mean, I don't see why not. Right. Yeah, if, if it's going to be later this year, like they're yeah. saying. I mean, might as well. Yeah. If you're going to launch it, why not throw it out there around the time when like you're going to be getting more attention than usual? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a lot of people use PlayStation as a primary console anyway, mm-hmm. but... 
why not tie it like tie it at least within like the week span of say God of War because you're going to get a significant number of people a significant number of more people on PlayStation just to play that. True, true. No, pretty uh pretty excited to see more about this as uh we get more information cuz like I said this did just kind of kind of come out of left field in my opinion. Hey, okay? we haven't heard anything about yeah. like this kind of coming out, but it didn't necessarily surprise me, you know, Sony kind of you know releasing this to kind of compete alongside Microsoft Awards, you know. You know, cuz I mean they already obviously doing the big PlayStation Plus revamp in their mind to compete with Game Pass. Again, I air quotes here in their mind, you know, because it, it just didn't have those day one releases. That's why Game Pass, you know, it's it, you can't compare the two. You know what I mean? But now with this, uh, you can definitely compare this to Microsoft Awards. Well, assuming you know, once we see more, of course, we'll you know, we'll know how directly you can compare the two. And I'd also be curious to see what. So it says you can get money for your. PS wallet and whatnot through using the points and whatnot. I wonder what other things you do because, like in the Microsoft Awards, you can get buy month subscriptions to Game Pass or Gold and things like that. You can buy gift cards with them and whatnot. I would imagine you probably do, you they would probably do the same. I would assume so, but you never know. Yeah, be able to play uh, pay for your new PlayStation Plus system, uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I'd imagine probably be the same thing. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. You know, that, that just makes too much sense. I mean, I'd be shocked as well, but yeah. But, you know, who knows? You know, Sony. You know, who knows what they're going to do, right? Well, th- Sony's more consistent than Nintendo. That's true. I'll say one thing, because you mentioned the, like, or you guys were mentioning the, like, PS Plus revamp that they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me, but, like, I got on my PlayStation the other day, or, like, even on the website, trying to navigate to where the new monthly games are for PlayStation has become much more difficult, it seems, because you used to just go to the PlayStation Plus page, mm. and the the two games, two or three games, would be right there. Now you have to go there and like navigate down to like some like a different one to find your tier of it, and then you can find the games there. Okay. It it I don't know because I used to just be able to log into the website, find it real quick, and be like, okay, yeah, add to library, add to library. It I don't know. I it could just be me. But I was struggling to find it the other day when I was looking. Okay, see, whenever the PlayStation Plus revamp came out, you know, I talked about the layout because like everyone just unanimously hated it because yeah. of what you're saying. I was like the I was on the I was on my lone island. I actually liked the layout. I don't know, it just made sense to, for my brain. Well, it was but just the f- I, I do see what people could be saying about yeah. how it's it tough was to navigate. Just the fact that like it it seemed to change not not necessarily like significantly, but everything just moved around right right and, and i was looking through it going how the hell do i get to this now because <laughs> <laughs> like i said it it's like on the playstation it's a little bit easier but on mm. the web page like it'll show you the games like it'll be like in the banner mm. but actually finding them on the website where i used like like i said because i used to just add them to library on the website it was super right, quick yeah, to do. yeah and it was just it was a it was a little <clears throat> bit of a pain to figure it out the first time right right also, shout out, we did get um, the list for games coming out for this month for PlayStation Plus. You know, obviously, we already knew Stray was dropping. I'm sorry. I was distracted by last week's announcement of Pokemon Puzzle League, so. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, shout out to Puzzle League. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Puzzle League. It, look, if you, if you didn't play Puzzle League when it came out, you don't understand, okay? That's just the bottom line. I've seen so many people online that never played it when it came out. It's just like, what the fuck is this game? It's like, well, if you didn't play it when it came out, you don't understand, Okay. Uh, but no, shout out to the to the games that was announced for this month for PlayStation Plus. We already knew Stray was dropping day one. 
Uh, Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Uh, looking forward to that because I was actually looking at buying it here recently, so now I can just do that. Lots of Assassin's Creed games, you know, which you know goes into that Ubisoft partnership with PlayStation Plus. But yeah, lots of Assassin's Creed games. The one that caught my eye the most because I've talked to you that I would really like to play it is uh, the Rogue Remasters. Yeah. Coming. So that that caught my eye. I thought that was pretty dope. Ubisoft's just trying to put it all on there so they can start doing their live service Assassin's Creed. Well, that's still ways away. Yeah, that's still ways away from what we've understood. But, um, you know, speaking of that, though, the Assassin's Creed that's apparently said to come out this year is uh, called Rift, and it's going to be based in Baghdad. Okay. Yeah, that's per Jason Schreier. I saw that earlier. You know, which if that's going to get revealed, it'll be at, like, the Ubisoft Ford on, like, what, September 10th, I think is what it was. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that as well. I will say a couple things that did pop out with all the new games coming out for PlayStation Plus is there was three games that got added uh, to the blog post for the Italian uh, PlayStation Plus thing, but then immediately removed, and it was like Dino Crisis, Ridge Racer 2, and then Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. Oh, that's a all damn. PS, all PSP games. So, But then they immediately changed it and revoked it So that you know from the post. Um, so that does tell me, though, that those are at least coming, which would be pretty cool. Broken Destiny was one that I never really got to play. So that that actually and then Dino Crisis a lot of people yeah it has its fandom it has its cult following so well, we can people, go buy one real quick if you want to play it what Dino Crisis yeah uh, I mean I'm not part of that cult following I'm just saying there is a cult following but you, you could join it <laughs> I could join the cult cult following yeah you know just like you know that cult following got so like dick teased earlier this year with Exo Primal where it's like is this Dino Crisis is this Dino Crisis <laughs> like Exo Primal like what the fuck is Exo Primal <laughs> I still don't know what Exo Primal is. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably play it, but I'm still confused what it is. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's a lot of people right now. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, let's hop over to the next thing. Uh, God of War, all of its different editions. We got info for that this week. Uh, a little bit of controversy behind it, but like the controversy behind it, it's like, like John mentioned this before we started recording. They've been doing this for years. It's still, it's still annoying. Don't get me wrong. Like, like they've been doing it for years, but it, it is still annoying. At least for me, I like my physical games. I'm a physical game guy. Uh, but let's kick things off with just standard edition. So there is a $10 upgrade path uh, from PS4 to PS5, which is dope uh, because, you know, Sony, they initially were going to try to back out on that after the, you know, with Horizon, even yeah. though they initially said like last year they were going to. Then there was that whole debacle. Because I think me and you, we had to re-record an episode yeah. because of that. Yeah. We had to re-record an entire episode because like our information was was wrong by like two hours. Um, and uh, we're, they were just like, hey, this is what we're going to do going forward. And basically they... It felt like at that time they set the hard line like, hey, it's going to be $70, $60, get the fuck over it. So I don't know if because God of War was initially supposed to come out last year that they're kind of still honoring that you know mindset of the $10 upgrade. That's my guess. I'm not sure. Um, you know, But then we do have the collector's edition that's priced at $200. Uh, digital code for the game. And that's where the controversy comes in. No physical copy, but of course comes with a steelbook, which irritates a lot of people. That even irritates myself because it kind of, I've mentioned this before. It kind of goes like with the... Um, uh, Nintendo uh, pre-orders for Sword and Shield through their website got the coolest fucking steelbooks for Sword and Shield because the other steelbook that you could have got was from Target and it was like a gold one with both the dogs on front and back but like the one from Nintendo was like more so like the casing colors of the red and the blue and you got they were so much cooler but it was digital and it just that, that bugs the shit out of me that you get the steelbook but no physical game but that's just me um, you get some, uh, you know, some, t- uh, twin carvings of some stuff, uh, so dice set, uh, mil- uh, millionaire replica and multiple digital items for the game. Uh, that's for the collector's edition, uh, the Yotanara edition, uh, 260, 
Uh, it has everything the collectors has, plus a vinyl record, which that's, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, a pin set representing uh, Faya, Kratos, and Atreus. Um, it's got a ring, another dice set. So you basically get two dice set with this whole thing. And uh, I never know how to pronounce this. Yagastril? Yggdrasil? Yeah, just whatever he said. Cloth map. So, I mean... Over, I mean, I will say the collector's edition, like both editions look cool mostly because, like, the hammer, you know, Mjolnir looks really dope. Like, I'm here for that. Uh, but, like, dude, the no physical, the no physical game kills me personally. And that's the kind of the same reaction that I've seen online. I know you two have kind of been, well, mostly you have become more digital players. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on this besides, like, oh, well, they've just been doing it for years? Like, besides that, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, it honestly doesn't bother me, not just because I'm a digital person, just because, I mean, I'm going to buy a collector's edition, at least always for me. Yes, I'm getting the game. Awesome. I'm buying the collector's edition for the extra loot. So now I have a fancy steel case where I can show that off. And if I really want to put something in there, I can put something fucking random in there just to throw people off. That is something you would do, yeah. And I mean, because like, I got the... What was it? Arkham... What was the third Arkham game? Was it Arkham... It wasn't Arkham Knight. Arkham, was that the Arkham City? No, because it was after Arkham City. It's the one that it that it, they had. It to... was it was Arkham Knight then, wasn't it? Because like the first one was Arkham Asylum, then City, and then Knight, right? Well, there was one in between Knight and City, which I can't remember at the moment. Because well, Asylum was one. There was only three, right? There was four. Oh shit! All right, then, that's yeah. the thing. Okay, that's the I thing because there was a third one that got made because something happened to production and night was going to be further. So they threw this one together, which was more or less like a prequel thing introduction to, it was the one that had, um, I can't even remember his name because he was pointless in the end of that story, but more or less I bought that. And I mostly just got it for the, um, extra stuff like the Joker statue. I have some just prints and whatnot. Cause there's a bunch of one in posters of the characters who were trying to kill Batman during that night. Gotcha. And that's how I always felt about like collector's edition because I got collector's edition of Tekken Seven too, and I got mostly for the uh, Kazuya and Heihachi statue, which is badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, I've mostly gone digital with everything. Occasionally, I'll buy a physical ed- copy of a game, but I mean, I can kind of see where people get irritated. They're like, if you, if I'm getting the case, I want the game with it. But people collect steel books, not. For the game itself, it's because they want to put the steel books on the shelf, and if if it's like they just want it there to kind of show it off, I feel because otherwise, what's wrong with a regular case? You don't you don't need that. The only thing you really want the steel book for is to have it on the shelf, but uh, because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem with not having a game inside of it. It's like if you, I mean, I don't know. I've moved away from physical copies of games, and it, it's I'm still kind of baffled by the people that want the physical copies of them. I understand people want them, and people like having them, but at the same time, I mean, especially, like, even the industry is kind of seeing people are moving more digital with everything, with the different subscription services we have now, like yep. Game Pass, the new PlayStation Plus and everything, and the fact that we're, we actually have digital edition-only consoles. It's like that's that's kind of the tr- way things are trending right now. Mm. So I don't know. For me, I can kind of understand it, but at the same time, I feel like it's being blown way out of proportion. Because I got to now ask Alex, because I just know him. Is there anything in those two steel books? Yep. Every steel book you see, there's a game in it. Okay. Just make it sure. Yep. 
did you buy an additional additional game just to have the game in the steelbook? Negative. Yeah, no, those were games old enough that they would have came with the game as well. I just didn't know what was up there. Yeah, yeah um, uh, Mass Effect two and three steelbook, the Naruto Storm Legacy, which you know at one point I was just about to like trade that in because I knew I'd never played again. Then I looked at like the full box again. I'm like, you know, this is actually really cool. I'm not gonna get rid of this. I have uh, Avengers Steelbook uh, as well as um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Steelbook. All yeah. of games. But, um, I mean, this is a thing we sh- should have known was coming because, like, back, shoot, like, a generation ago, in the 360 and PS3 into the 1 and PS4 era, there was always that talk about, well, digital's the thing, and that's what we're going to go to. And we had that initial hiccup with the move over to PS4 and Xbox One, but as that cycle continued, a lot of people have been leaning more to digital. So it was a conversation even way back then that we knew was eventually going to happen. Yep. Well, it's like, I kind of remember back to, like, I have I don't actually go to, like, GameStops anymore because I don't buy my games physical. But, year, like, three, four years ago, like, the last time I did actually go pick up a game from uh, a GameStop that I had, like, pre-ordered, I, it's like I walk in and they're, it's like they have a stack of steel books there because people didn't, it's like people were coming and like picking up their games and stuff and just leaving the steel books behind because they were like, I've got the digital code for it. What do I need that for? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like people are blowing it way out of proportion. I see both sides. You know, like I see your point, Zach, of where it's like, if I'm buying this, I'm buying it for all the cool shit. Yeah. See that side 100%. Look at me. I almost bought the $250 edition of fucking Jump Force because I wanted that statue. So and You dodged a bullet on that one. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I dodged a massive bullet. Still bought like the the second highest edition, though, at the time. Well, I don't remember what it was. It was like 100 bucks. So I still got hit with a bullet, but not as bad of a bullet. But I, then I also see your side where it's just like, you know, if you're, you know, people want the steel, if they're going to get the steel book, they're just going to put it up on display. Like I have, you know, granted, again, mine have games in it, but I have, you know, what five steel books on display? I know, yes. I know three of them. You know, two of them you can't see because it's behind the chair right now. But they are on you know, on display right now. So like I see your your point as well, where it is kind of being blown in proportion. But you know, and I will also say like another you know thing that ties into it is what you're talking about with the the digital age that we're in. You know, if if they would include these with the game, they would essentially have to include the game twice. Yeah, so you have to pay for the game twice. Yeah, yeah, because there's the all digital console. So if, if digital console users wanted to buy this one of these editions they would also get a disc version so i do get that you know where it's just like cuts it out where it's just like you don't have to make you know package multiple editions of the game so i do get it you know i I get both sides completely well the thing the thing i look at is kind of like you said this the like the 200 dollars edition nobody's buying the 200 dollars edition for the steelbook they're buying it for the the they want the, the hammer. They want they want the <laughs> replica. Yeah, they want the hammer. <laughs> and it's like, and if you're going to the 260 version, you just want to have all the collectible stuff with it. You're yes, just, you just it's love like, this game. It's and like, you want everything. It's yeah. like you're buying the edition because you want the other stuff with it, and you're finding the one thing to complain about with it, yeah. and complaining about it. Right. And also, it, uh, the thing that ties into this as well is there are still just so many people that are still just afraid of that digital future. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like there's there's plenty of reason to have concerns uh, with the all-digital future uh, until certain things are kind of set up in place because, like, there's so many people that, you know, have, like, these large library of games, and there's, like, the things that create fear in them about it 
is like some of the hiccups that we've actually seen recently. There's been some stuff in the news recently that I, I just haven't put on the script, uh, but it has popped out recently, whether if it was with games or even with movies. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, uh, but it was like within the last couple weeks up and kind of popping out. Like, let's start with the movies one. Uh, there was um, the one particular studio and they had you know so many different movies, whatever. Uh, and I know one joke was uh, involving, it's just like, look, they're doing you a favor. They're taking Ben Affleck's Daredevil out of your library. But like, that's how it was set up is like with these movies, they like, even if you purchased it, it would literally get removed from yep. the library. And it was the same thing with some games too, because there was a potential hiccup there where one of the random offshoots of Assassin's Creed. It was, was Assassin's Creed Liberation. That's what it was. As was of, it going to get removed potentially? Well, at the time when it was announced, it was after this date. It is gone. Yeah. Even if you had purchased it, it was no longer playable. Right. And yeah, because that came out right after the Steam Summer Sale ended. Yeah. Mm. And then you know, and and you know, the thing is, like those little things, you know, concern people because it, you know, it's just like their the, the mindset goes. Well, how much further is that going to go? How much further is it going to stretch? Because I mean, like, I mean, let's be real. Yes, it sucks to get something ripped out of your library that you paid for. But how often are you going back to watch Daredevil? Like, let's be real. Like, it's not like it's you know the latest Avengers movie. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's random ones. It's like that. You know, that's that's a that's a lower end Assassin's Creed game. It's not like it's Valhalla or Black Flag. You know, or something like. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you know how many people are actually going back to replay this? And it, there was a the other thing that I saw here recently involving this all digital future is that you know, as time goes on, you know, I still go back and play old games. You guys still go back and play old games. Like there's also that concern there because an example, and look, I get it guys. Like, you know, and I fully understand like the counterpoint that everyone made online about this because it's just like, Oh, well that's like, that's an older generation who give, you know, of course it's like that was uh, like uh, the Wii shop. The Wii shop was down for like literally four months straight. And it's just like Nintendo. Like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And it's not like you can buy anything. It's only still up for people to redownload their games. Yeah. That's it. That it just, it just recently got put back up. Like, I think like two weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, I think that's where it also comes into play is that there's still so many people really concerned for that all digital future. Cause we're, 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 you know, we're about to be there like next generation of consoles, like however many years from now that's going to be, I would be shocked if there was a, a disc version of the, of the console. I mean, and that is a real worry because I mean, with all digital thing, just because me big with it being collecting and whatnot is right. just older generations are going to be more or less phased out if you are just doing all digital because at some point those marketplaces are going to be either download only not going to be able to purchase or they're just going to be straight down so your whole library that needs like an online service or whatnot may not be able to access because that service is gone now yep and that's why we can just only hope that you know those purchases can you know especially now that we are right on the front door of this all digital future like hopefully now we can start like really transitioning this library you know up to future consoles you know like part of your account part of whatever cloud you know what i mean where it doesn't just get left behind you know because it's also you know it's also kind of like what uh, i talked about when strikers came out like you know you pick up strikers you know char charge for the switch 10 years from now like what you have on that that cartridge is gonna be a bare ass bones game that's gonna have nothing to really do on it because all the content was digital that yeah. came out later and then, like that sucks and so that's where I, I, it's just multiple like it's it's nothing like in my opinion like horribly groundbreaking because nothing horribly groundbreaking has been affected. Again, it's like one random offshoot Assassin's Creed game. It's not like it's Black Flag or anything like one of the most notable ones. You know, what uh, I mean? Liberation Sector is pretty good. Okay, well, yeah. I guess like my view on it is a, is probably more jaded than most. When I say like 
like from what I was saying, because I'm I already had accepted the fact that we're going, going like going all digital, uh, like because I I adapt to it like I said years ago, and it it was like even like five years ago was like it's a rare occasion for me to buy a physical game and as soon as i decided you know what i'm going all digital with everything i i already accepted the fact that yeah if this service shuts down or if if some of these things go offline i'm gonna lose access to them there's nothing i can do about that but i still chose that and it's like in my head i was like it is what it is i mean granted hopefully like you were saying that stuff just a lot of it over time gets ported into the to the newer generations or it's ported in where it's account based and still right. is on newer servers so that you can still access it. But I've like I said, I kinda hit that acceptance button where I'm like, if it doesn't happen, I'll just lose it. That's that's money gone for me. But at the same time when I when I buy it, like if I play through it, if I'm gonna go back to it, if I go back to it, great. If I go try to go back to it and it's not there it is what it is but that's that's my that's just my stance on it and like i said probably a more a little more jaded than most people's is gonna be but i i just i, I kind of wanted to just mention that because most people are not gonna have the same view set that i do towards everything right at least on this subject oh yeah for sure most people are gonna kind of be like in one of y'all's camps mm-hmm. whereas oh. me i'm i'm, I'm kind of i mean I don't th- if you want the game did, uh, physical, that's great. Get you a physical copy. Right. I understand your fr- people's frustrations with it, but I mean everything's everything's lean and digital. We're it getting is. closer and closer. Yeah, it is. And you know when it comes to that all digital future, like for me personally, I've already accepted that it's coming. You know because like you know especially since like we have been doing this video game podcast. Like my mind has opened up to so many various things because we talk about it all the time, you know? So like I've fully accepted that it's coming and I'm going to have to fully embrace it. But like I, while I still can, I still want to just like be part of that physical media culture. Like that's just, that's just what I am. But once the time comes and that's no longer a thing, whatever, because I still love fucking video games and that new game coming out looks dope and I'm going to buy it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to fully embrace it when I, when I have to, but I'm going to keep trying to make that happen quicker. I'm going to, I'm going to drag it on. I'm going to keep, no, I'm going to keep pushing the digital on you. I'm going to drag it out for as long as I can. You know, the only, let me say this. The only time that I, I am hard set on digital is if it's something I absolutely have to play immediately. So like Mass Effect Legendary Edition is a great example and Horizon Forbidden West, those are both digital for me because like the, I got those earlier. You know, I got those at like what, 11 o'clock our time, I think. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be able to get it till like 10 or 11 the next day when a store opened. Dude, so. That's like the last physical game I bought. I, I ordered, it was the uh, Pokemon Sword. Mm-hmm. Ordered it. It's supposed to come in like 8 a.m. the day that it the day that it came out, right? Didn't get it for like two days. I feel I, that that's when that's when you gave me your copy. I feel that because that's what happened with my Diamond and Pearl. My Diamond and Pearl, you know, didn't come in for like four days and, into my vacation. And I'm pretty sure I had said to you at that time, I was like, "This is the last game I'm ever buying physically." I, I think you did, yeah. <laughs> it's like I could have I could have bought this game and downloaded it last night. Exactly. I will say for for Pokemon, that would be an example of one where it's like I want it immediately. 
but I, I'm I, I, based on how my PTO is, I'm gonna have to work that day the game comes out. So I'll just pick it up while I'm at work. I don't care. You know what I mean? If I was gonna be able to be off the day that it was coming out, then I probably would have very much gotten it. Uh, you know, gotten it digitally just so I can play it immediately that night. But yeah. I'm gonna ha- I, I have I have to work the day it comes out. But then I'm off. You know, I'll be off after that. So it's all good. But were you gonna say? I think I cut you off. I apologize. I mean, you're good. I mean, I was just thinking about the whole thing of things fading out, like live service games. Like, yeah, true. What am I? favorite games that completely the servers are dead now evolved oh it, yeah it's like if anyone picked that up now not knowing what it is all they have is the base characters and whatnot mm-hmm. and the only way they could really fully experience all that all of that game that came out is that they found someone like me who mm-hmm. has all that data on their account mm-hmm. or on a separate drive and could be like here yeah, take it. There you go. <laughs> and which there is some communities out there for people like that because like right. there's a couple form sites where the people actually save those update files and whatnot mm-hmm. for people to download and access onto a drive to be able to update their games. Which and which those people are fucking heroes um, until a company finds out and shuts that down because because <laughs> that's their property. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's stuff like that. Like some games that are really fun and whatnot that were live service. They're just dead. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 and that's just the future that we're going to. Uh, another really, really random game, and it's, let me let me stress this. I get it. It is nowhere on the same level as like a live service game that uh, that you just said. But one that always pops in my mind when it comes to that sort of situation is uh, Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. <laughs> like, that one always pops in my mind because, like, if anyone buys that game for Xbox, you literally cannot play it. Like, nope. it's, it's unplayable because for some reason for that game... You had to be connected to Xbox Live to even play the offline mode. I don't know why. That's just how the game was built. So, like, once they killed the Xbox servers, the original, like, that's when the GameCube version of that game shot up in price. Uh, Because, you know, obviously, GameCube is not naturally meant to go online like the Xbox was. I did see someone do a video uh, a few months ago playing Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2 on, on like, some, like, fan-made GameCube server. And there's still still some people playing the game. Yep. It's a good game, so you know, shout out to them. But it was like maybe like eight people. <laughs> but hey, it's eight people playing Face Star Online episode one and two on. Game hey, that's enough online. to run dungeons. I will say one of these days, I'm 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 gonna buy that that keyboard controller because I feel like it's gonna be one of the ultimate relics for a collection. Like it's just, just such a random thing that every time I mention it to someone, say, like, "Yeah, there was a GameCube keyboard controller." Like what? Yeah. And I pull it up and I show it to them. It's like a literal keyboard with just GameCube controller. They're like, "No way, that's real. That's if that's Photoshop." I'm like, no, this is real, bro. I swear. Uh, that's just a great relic there. Uh, any any last thoughts on the you know all digital future, the God of War thing, anything like that? I, I'm assuming are are you just gonna get like the standard edition? Or are you gonna pick up the like, collectors or anything? Uh, I'm gonna have to look. Like probably when it gets a little closer to time, mm-hmm. I'll I'll revisit the editions okay. and and look through them. As of now, I don't I don't have plans for which one I'm getting. Gotcha, gotcha. Any other thoughts on anything else? We want to hop over something else. No, I mean I think I'm good. I mean I do know a digital game that John will be picking up once it actually shows up in a shop in two weeks. Digimon Survive. That's true. I saw I mean, some early reviews on it. It's being reviewed very well right now. Yeah, I I, I read an article. Uh, read an article basically just talk like of uh they got to come go in and 
I don't remember who, uh, what, who the article was from, but they got to go in and see like a 10 minute demo of the game. Like I think it was like in the middle, middle of the game or something like that of uh, seeing some of the combat and, and uh, some of the story stuff, but, and, and saw some screenshots from it. I mean, looks good. I, I mean, I'm excited to play it when it comes out. And you're getting on PS4, right? Uh, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what I'm getting it on as well. That's what I'm leaning towards at the moment. I don't, you know, it'd, it'd be kind of cool to get it for Switch, you know, because it's a tax game, but I don't know. I'll probably just get it for PlayStation 4. So, uh, all right, let's hop over from there, and we'll just chat about some random games now. Uh, for, so the first... I need to push something if we're going into random games. Okay. In two weeks, open beta, multiverses. I did see that. Well, you should have access to the early access here that's coming up Tuesday, since I sent you a code last time around, if you, you actually used it. You sent it, you sent it to me as well. Yeah, I had three codes. I sent all three away. Yeah. But yeah, Tuesdays, early access for anyone who signed up for early access or had played in the last early access, you should be good to go. After that, the next week, open beta. We get the Iron Giant in this time. I this did time see around. Iron Giant was coming in, yeah. His model is freaking stupid compared I to everyone saw else's. It, yeah, it looked ridiculous. <laughs> and the fact that I'll be able to play Taz and just swallow him whole. This game. This game is wild. It is the best team up ever. Uh, so well, the first thing that I want to start off with, and I wanted to take, I wanted to, you know, on this show, give a chance to have the floor for this because, like, it sounds really cool, and I actually personally didn't know about it until you brought it to my attention. Zach, talk about a new game coming out, Marvel Snap, because you're currently in, like the alpha, is what it is, right? Uh, I don't remember if it's an alpha or just a closed uh, testing of sorts, because I mean the servers have been running for a little while. Um, before I go into this, let me double check there wasn't an NDA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so don't screw me here, Alex. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, well. other than that, John, what have you been playing? What's been going on in your world? I played a little bit of TFT earlier. You know, yeah. had fun with that. Uh, I've been playing a game that, uh, that came out in the later stages of 2021. I was blanking on the name there. I think it's called Lost Realms or Lost Realm. The one you've been playing? Yeah. Stolen Realm. Stolen Realm. Uh, it It's basically like a co-op dungeon crawl game mm-hmm. uh, where there, it's like there's four or five different like initial classes to play. Might be six. Uh, and then there's like seven or eight skill trees. For it where you have like your your mage that can go like fire lightning cold uh ranger thief uh like warrior and stuff like that where it it's a it's a fun co-op game where it's like it's a hex based like the map is hex based where you uh, go across it and it's uh the thing that makes it kind of really interesting is it's kind of like a turn-based game but everybody goes at the same time so it's like instead of it being like okay the like this person goes first because they have the higher speed everybody that you're playing with move like moves around and can attack at the exact same time it's like some people will want to go first because uh like one of my buddies that's playing is playing like a lightning wizard so he it's like he puts stacks of shocked on him when he hits him which is, increases the uh crit chance on him for every stack so i'm playing like the ranger class so I let him do his thing first, stack up as much crit chances, additional crit chance on the enemies first, 
and then I go in and I go ham uh, after him. But everybody kind of goes at the same time, which is fun. And it, it's basically like uh, similar to like the standard like roguelite, like choose your enemy or choose the map that you go across. You go into a mission and then you have like your starting it, starting point. And then after you do that section, after you do that battle, you can choose to to go to like another battle, a healing zone or something like that. Uh, and then it's like you get to the boss at the end, you beat him and then you go back to town. And then you can buy upgrade like there's shops there. You can buy upgrades, craft your weapons and that, and then you go to the next mission. Uh, See, I saw you playing this game, John, and I looked into it briefly. The ragdoll effects on it look Dude, hilarious. The ragdolls are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like some the like the spell effects and the ragdolls are fantastic. Like, uh, like when you kill an enemy, they just start flying across the screen. And uh, same with, like, when boxes and, or crates and stuff are destroyed on the map, they go flying off in the distance. The That that aspect of it makes it pretty funny as well. Uh, but the game itself is a, is pretty fun. And uh, it's great because, the like, when you level up, you, you get, like, five points to put in, like, strength, strength, dexterity, vitality, and that, like you do in standard games. Mm. But the skill trees... You're not locked to any skill tree, so like you can you could play like pick the barbarian class and go into wizard spells if you really wanted to. It's it's like the only thing that's different is like your starting stats for whatever class you pick, and then it's like you can customize all your skills as you go. So it's like I like if I wanted to I could like be in the start as a ranger or something or start as a wizard, dip into the the ranger or like the shadow for different summons if I wanted to. Uh so it's like going deeper into each skill tree is beneficial because you get much more powerful attacks, mm. but you're not locked into it if you don't want to. Like I could I could be halfway into the range or halfway into the rogue or like the thief if I wanted to. There's no there's nothing stopping you from doing that except the amount of skill points you can get. Mm, okay. okay. But uh but like we're we're I'm like eight to ten hours into it, something like that. And it's it's still a lot of fun. Really enjoying that game. Okay, so it's not going to be like what you you and Jared talked about and agreed last week that you'll play about ten hours for a game and drop it. You know, you'll keep going. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the other thing is, uh, so it's like playing it co op is a lot of fun because mm-hmm. it, it's it's like co op. I'm a real big fan of co op games in general. True. And then because like going into it having having four people in there, uh, like all kind of doing their own thing on the map mm-hmm. and like. Uh, try to cooperate because the other thing is like there's there's like shrines and different things that you can do uh, as well and you kind of vote on who gets to activate it so it's and it's like we'll get in there so it's like we were doing a mission earlier where there's a shrine it's like increase your damage by 50% but you lose 50% of your max health so like I it's like they voted for me to have that and then uh, we get into the we get in the map and uh, like kill it, just like pretty much everything off except the boss. And uh, one of my, one of my buddies is playing more of like the typical tank role. Is like tr- I'm trying to kite around and walk around where he can't get to me. Got a little careless, and he just like he's standing next to a guy who's like playing the tank role. That dude did not give a shit, and he just walked straight past him, 
come over and slap my ass across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was it's like, yeah, I could do a shitload of damage. But as I told them, don't look at me too hard or I'm gonna fall over. See, <laughs> this is why I need you on Baldur's Gate three with me. See, well, that's the thing. That's why I, I, I love when games let you have those scenarios. Because it's like when I played Divinity uh, Original Sin 2 uh, with two of the same friends that I'm playing this game with. We were playing it, and I I picked, like, I was playing, like, basically a fire witch or, like, a fire mage in that game. And I took, uh, like, glass cannon. So you, you every every round of combat, you get maximum action points. So you can do a shitload of damage. But I also took the thing where, like, I could set fire, like, set spell effects on them, even if they had, like, their armor and magic armor still. Mm-hmm. But that meant that any, any like, status conditions always affected me regardless of my magic armor. Oof. Or armor in general. So the entire gameplay there was I try to pop off at the start of combat, and then their job is to make sure that I'm never stunned, never feared, or anything like that. It was... The 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 uh, co op part of that was keep John able to do damage. <laughs> if at any point in time he's not allowed to do damage, we're fucked. So y'all just played a RBG of VIP. Yeah, basically that, the entire thing was every combat <laughs> encounter was like set up where it was like it was like project protect John at all times or else we're fucked because he's the nuker. <laughs> and it's like I love when I love when games kind of allow you. To, to to make decisions like that where it's right, like right right because it changes the entire entire way you approach the game right because it, it goes from like okay well everybody kind of sets up that way every every encounter we were in it didn't matter if it was two enemies a boss fight like a group of enemies or anything it was like okay it it, it was like okay this guy has to be in range to cleanse me in case of this and then he can't leave he can't go too far away because he has, also has to be there to cast his cleansing spells and that in case something happened to me. And it's like that that aspect of it where you can change the entire like focus of how combat encounters work. I love that. Speaking of co-op, I saw that August 1st, I think is like the Halo Infinite co-op like test flight. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe is right with how this game's been. Did you enjoy that video that I sent you? That involving Halo Infinite? All right, he didn't watch he it. He didn't watch it. You sent me a video. All right, so Marvel Snap, can you <laughs> chat about it? Yes. Awesome. So it's an so it's in, I'm very excited to hear about it. It's this. in a closed beta is what it is. Cause um so what Marvel Snap is, it is a Android and iOS game. Uh, it's a card game featuring, of course, the Marvel Universe, all that fun stuff. And the main basis of it is you build a 12 card deck, you take that date and go up against someone else. And you have six turns to have the most points on two out of three bases. At the start of the game, it it reveals a base. And each uh, turn after, it reveals one of the other bases. And within six turns, you have to, as I said, have more points on two out of the three than your opponent. In standard card, card games, you gain energy each round to be able to play your cards. Each card has an energy and power cost. Cards have abilities. Bases have abilities. So it's a never-changing thing of build the deck you think that's going to work best for you to synergize to then adapt to whatever the effects of the bases are for this time. Because it's a whole slew of database of uh, different planets or uh, places throughout the Marvel Universe uh, out of like the 
20 games or so I've played since getting access to it, I've encountered the same base maps a handful of times, but it's only ever one at the time. The other two are always different to me. So, so far, I've yet to get, like, more than just one of the map I've already had before. And it's a very interesting thing of just how of looking at it versus other card games because since it is just six turns with the exception of one base which causes you to have a seventh turn um, of just number crunching almost and taking effects into account of boosting, decreasing, and moving things and whatnot and just like because when you initially look at it it's just like okay so I just try and overpower the other person then when you start seeing the other card effects and whatnot it's going like you're going to have quite a bit of strategy to this if you really want to deep dive into it and whatnot. And uh, one thing that I'm starting to see, which I actually sort of like from it in terms of collecting cards and whatnot for this, is they don't have packs or anything. More or less as you get cards, you can evolve them, which just changes the card art to look fancier at a 3D effect. Maybe their models hanging outside of the edges of the frame of the card. You get collection XP, which rises. And once you get to a certain point, it just, you get a card and it's just, it just says mystery card. It just goes, all right, you get a card, pull one out of the ether of the database. Here you go. So, cause I've started getting to a point where people have, are starting to have different cards and whatnot and everything like that. So, I mean, so far I'm having fun with it and like, Versus other card games, which can usually take a while. This or since it's just str straight six turns, a match is maybe ten minutes at most. Yeah, just super quick. Yeah. Uh, another way that you described it to me when you were talking about it the other day is it's kind of like Smash Up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel Smash Up, essentially, as a as a mobile app. Is, yeah. Is more or less what it is. Which you know sounds dope. Is there like a projected release window? Because I know you just said it's close beta. I imagine this year, but. No, uh, I mean if. Anyone listeners interested and wants to sign up, you can go to marvelsnap.com and sign up for their email list. There is not currently a registration period right this moment, but by signing up on that list, they will email you when a registration point comes up because they have not given any official release date when it's going to come out of closed beta or do an open beta at this time. It's just solely closed beta at this time. Gotcha. Yeah, this one just slipped through uh, my radar at some point. I, I didn't know this was ever a thing until you brought it to my attention the other day. I'm going to be honest, I don't even remember how I found it. Because, like, when I got Makes access sense. to it, I registered for, like, almost two months ago. Okay. You registered to a lot of stuff, though. So yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah like, like, Zach always gets, like, early access to everything because he registers to everything. Almost. Oh, no, I got <laughs> access to the technical test to Exoprimal, and I just completely missed that email. Oh, my God. <laughs> you had your chance to find out what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, Marvel Snap's going to be on my radar. I've been looking for another new phone game. So that, that one sounds actually pretty dope, honestly. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know this was a thing, but uh, comparing it to Smash Up kind of kind of gets my attention a little. I mean, bit. That's, yeah, that's what that's what it is. You that's build it. you build a twelve unit deck to have more power on two of the three bases than your opponent. Yeah, because because uh, when, when we used to play Smash Up a lot, I think I was the undisputed champion of that game. Usually, you yeah. you won nine out of ten times. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I I think. At one point, like, we played it a bunch, and I think I won, like, 19 out of 20 games. And the worst part for anyone who knows what Smash Up is, is we had a house rule where 
we chose decks at random. We would just lay them out on the table, face down, and just mix them up. Which in Smash Up, you're supposed to just be able to pick your two factions. We house rolled it just random. <laughs> yeah, because we had like every expansion for the game too. So yeah. it's like la- just laying out the decks took like it took it, like it took eight a, minutes. It took like around ten minutes just to like put them all face down and mix them up so that we didn't, nobody knew what they actually were. But I don't know. That game just made sense to me. Yeah. It just clicked with John to a, to a deep spiritual level. <laughs> and I mean, one aspect of it I'm forgetting, which is the whole snap aspect of it, is so it has a ranking system in which games you're playing for cosmic cubes. Every game, there's a minimum of one cube on the line. If you get to the final turn, it doubles it, so two. If you If before you get to that turn, you retreat, you can get away with only losing one cube, but... A mechanic in it is, as you're going through the game, if you feel like you're going to win, you can snap and double the amount of the cubes. So it goes from one to two. Then if it gets to round six, it goes to four. And if your opponent's like, I can beat you, they can snap as well, making it four. Then once you get to final round, it's now worth eight cubes. Damn, okay. And more or less, that's how you get rankings by collecting cubes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I signed up uh, to the email list, so I'm gonna keep an eye on that one because it's uh, th- yeah, there goes John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because MarvelSnap.com. Yeah, no, because like uh, you know, I am a, a a mega mega Marvel simp, so like I'm surprised that in some form or fashion this didn't come across my timeline at any point. See, so thank you for letting me know. <laughs> so, with me have playing with for a bit now, uh, well, several amount of games. But the one thing that I'm curious about, because just about almost every card has an ability, with the exception of that I've shown so far is like the base card you initially start with, and mm-hmm. then a couple others. And I'm almost because it's almost like what's the reason to keep some of these base cards in without abilities, besides just like there's the thing who's a four cost with six power, and then Hulk who's a six cost with eleven power. Mm-hmm. And then wasp she's a zero cost with one power so she's just a free play um so i wonder if they're ever going to add in any mechanics to make those cards more accessible or a reason to hold on to them besides just overall raw power mm-hmm. because besides that there's like one base i've seen that's just like well if your card doesn't have an ability give it plus three power here i was just like i'm not gonna build a deck around hoping i find you <laughs> right right and the other thing is like for it's a it's a phone game, people. It's got microtransactions. Um, since you can't buy boosters or anything like that, the thing that they're microtransacting is card variants. So changing the art, card arts, and each one of those is seven hundred and fifty of their in-game currency, and that's about eleven bucks per card art. Mm. So maybe like a skin in some games then. Yeah, but at the same time, I was like, with skin games, it usually has visual effects and whatnot and yeah, everything yeah. like that. At least what I've seen so far from this is it's just a card art. So I'm like, do I want to spend $11 on card arts? And which, to be fair, the game does have some in the leveling progressions of what to give you free variants of just, it'll just choose a random variant card of from a card in your debt in your collection. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can get variants by just playing, but if like there's a very specific one, I'm just like, would I spend $11 on that? Right, right. Okay. Uh, that does seem a bit steep for a uh, card art. Yeah, for for just like the art for it if it doesn't change much else than that. 
I don't know. I judge. I, I've learned to judge most like the monetary value of skins based off of. I mean, League trained me well to know the value of a skin <laughs> from looking at it. League trained me well. <laughs> it's like I gotta. Anytime I go to look at buying a skin in a game, I have to. I have to compare it to to what I would be getting in value from League because that's that's what I know from that was from our base. My, it's like that was the base I had for buying skins in a game for a long time. Right. Also, shout out to that that uh, current event they got going, the Star Guardian, whatever. Uh, when I had uh, stuff pulled up earlier. Oh, yeah. I haven't actually seen what's going on with that event. See, I, I don't know anything about it. I just want to shout it out because, like, when I was on the menu earlier, when I finished up a TFT game, whatever, I just want to shout out that it has some banger music, which I know League does in general. Yeah. But uh, that uh, orchestra suite they have for the start, it's, it is a banger. Definitely look that up. Just random shout out there. Uh, all right. So let's try about a couple other games real quick. Um, Arca Blade Point, you check that out? Yeah. How you like? How you liking it? How you? It's a martial it? arts br. There you go. I mean, it, it's I like the one thing that you told me about it is that when you get in a fight with someone, oh, yeah. don't try to run, just commit. <laughs> yeah, if someone if someone jumps you in the rock of blade point, unless you have like some CC to knock them away or get get your ass away, just commit to the fight. Yeah, just commit to dying potentially. <laughs> I mean, so the, my big thing with the rock of blade point is it's. It's just a martial arts BR. It's your standard BR of people spawn in, you collect gear, circle gets smaller. If you see somebody, backstab them. Um, if someone tries to backstab you, backstab them in the front. Um, but yeah, from what I discovered, if unless you are really veteran and have learned what uh, each of the weapons do and how to counter and whatnot, if you get caught, just commit to the fight. Because a lot of times... If you get jumped, it's more than one person you're fighting. If it's one person, you could probably escape. If it's their team, you're going to get juggled like a ball, and you're not even going to get a chance to try and run away, so you might as well just try and counter and hope you block them and get a chance to throw them away, because otherwise they're just going to keep hitting you, and you're just going to be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. In which they currently have a Fall Guys crossover event. You can yeah, get a, you showed me that. You can get a small <laughs> little Fall Guy of... Dressed up like Viper Ning to offer a shoulder as an accessory. So. Okay. Okay. Overall, been enjoying it though. I mean, overall, yeah, it's been fun. It's definitely a different niche experience compared to most gun BRs of just right. instead of being having which they have ranged weapons which is usable, but it's a bit different than a shooter because this is third person over the shoulder, and uh, mo the ranged weapons can be used but mostly everyone uses melee weapons okay fair enough uh i checked out uh century age of ashes completely forgot this game was a thing until i saw the news that hey it's about to come out to xbox one and playstation 4 and ps5 because it's already on steam and uh it's on uh xbox series so i tried it out for series and like i was talking to zach about it the other day um it's a the gameplay is very, very fun, but there's no chance this game survives. <laughs> Zero chance. Even if you're adding in Xbox One and uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, I mean, like... It's I mean, a niche genre. It is a very niche genre. It took me, like, uh, like two minutes to find a game, two, three minutes to find a single quick match game. Um, I, I mean, 
it's the like I said, the gameplay is awesome. The gameplay was so much fun. The only thing that I would have liked to have in it as well, I guess, it's just because I, I, you know, like I'm a Star Fox fan, so like just playing this sort of situation reminds me. I would love the ability, like you, you know, roll riding your dragon do like a barrel roll in the sky or something because like you have like four um you have four uh, gauges down on the bottom that can be used for your boost gauge so maybe those could be used for like helping do like a roll out from if, if there's like another dragon rider behind you firing like fireballs or whatever their effect is but i mean it's a lot of fun gameplay is, is awesome i mean i'd recommend it's free to play so at the very least i'd recommend pl- you know just downloading and just to simply like get to experience the gameplay for a couple rounds but there's no way the game survives though which sucks because like i said they they knocked out the park of the gameplay you know it looked cool when they and it was revealed sometime like last year i don't remember when but um i just don't see it i just don't see it surviving but it is a lot of fun though i, I will say they've knocked out the gameplay i was having a blast playing it but um, you know ho- hopefully it'll get a little bit of a tiny boost with the other consoles but it won't last there's just no, there's no chance no chance but i mean with those sort of air fight combat games it's very much heavy on the uh, community to keep it alive yeah, no, no fucking joke about that. Because, I mean, War Thunder's still going hard. What the hell is that one? That's a flight combat game okay, focused in World one. War II. Uh, haven't heard of that one. Well, it's a free-to-play game, man. I've, I've played it before. I mean, it's all right. Because th- is War Thunder the one where it's, you can play as the... I might be thinking of a different game. Is that the one where you can do plane or tank combat? Yes. Yeah, I've played that one. I mean, the game's all right. Uh, I had some fun for a few rounds when I was playing it, but I don't know. I, I came from, uh, oh, what are those called? World the, of Tanks? Yeah, World of Tanks, World of Warships and that. And uh, I don't know. I I preferred, my preference of those games was World of Warships. Okay. Because, okay. I, I don't know. That that one made more sense to me. That game, That game, for some reason... Hey, I was. I've, it's currently got a crossover with Transformers. <laughs> Does it? Man, there's so many crossovers there between is. games. Every it's like it feels like any of these like free to play games are like you know what we're gonna cross over with whatever we can to try to bring people over. Yep. Correct. I mean, World of Warships has had several crossovers with uh, Azure Lane, the Battleship Girl Simulator. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 All right, let's hit the weekly wrap-up. Let's get out of here. Uh, all right, first thing on the weekly wrap-up, Kirby Dream Buffet was randomly, yeah! was randomly announced this week. That adorable <laughs> sociopath looking up that cake. <laughs> so it's kind of like a Kirby Fall Guys in a way. Yes. Is essentially what it is. Four players, though. Uh, it actually looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be one of those eShop games only. Yep. Which they did the same thing with, what was it called? Kirby Fighters 2, I think is what it was. It came out last year. Yes. That was eShop only as well. Uh, but yeah, some coming. All they said was summer twenty twenty two, so it's got to be coming out soon. You Kirby guys are weird. You don't want to play Dream Buffet with us? Did you watch the trailer? I've watched some of it. Oh, so, oh my god! <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to watch an entire trailer to 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 know if it's going to interest me or not. Oh, oh, come on, man! Dream Buffet looks fun. I think it's gonna be a good time. Uh, we also did get the official release for Bayonetta three. Uh, we're not big Bayonetta guys, so that's why it wasn't like a bigger talking point, like it is probably for a lot of people. But we like we're just not huge Bayonetta guys. Um, but did get the release date for October twenty eighth, 
Yeah, we kind of figured it'd probably be in the October, October range anyway. Bayonetta 1 is getting a physical release, though, for Switch, so that's cool. Because uh, it hasn't been physical release up to this point. Well, you know what else is going to be in October? Uh, lots of things. <laughs> Which one? fourth <laughs> Dark Anthology game, The Devil yep. in Me. Yep. It just says this fall, but they've released every single one on Halloween week. Yep. yep. So I expect this one to release on Halloween week as well. Yeah, yeah, I got a story trailer for that this week. Uh, like, I didn't even know that story trailer came out initially. I was just scrolling through, and I just saw some sponsored post for the game, The Devil and Me, for PS5, you know, sponsored for GameStop. Go yeah, I don't, I don't know how it didn't pop up out? for me. <laughs> yeah, I got a story trailer for that. I mean, October is looking stacked. I mean, oh, my God. You know, because, I mean, you, uh, you have The Devil and Me probably in October from what you're saying. Uh, Bayonetta 3 now. We have Gotham Knights. We have Marvel Midnight Suns. I mean, Oh man, October is looking stacked right now. No wonder for uh, yeah. for spoken had to get out of the way. <laughs> you, know, you know, I I said this last week, and it it just keeps becoming more and more true. It was like what, like two month, a month, two months ago, we were like, man, end of the year is looking a little sparse. And now yeah. everything's and, deciding and, on dates. And now everything's now everybody's been like, oh yeah, you know how we said twenty twenty two? We meant October. Yep, basically, everything's in October right now. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to Bayonetta three. You know that long time in the making. That was that, <laughs> yep. that was year one of the Switch. Year one of the Switch. They revealed that game. So long time in the making. Now it's just time to get Metroid uh, Prime Four news <laughs> sooner or later. Uh, one thing to also note uh, is that we are officially in Pokemon leak season, boys. Uh, there are, there's like a pretty large collection of stuff that's already kind of popped out. We'll chat about it at a later date because there's going to be more coming out. Because I know the current leaker, uh, he was taking the weekend off apparently. <laughs> uh, he said he'll be back on Monday with more leaks. But lots of information already popping out. Lots of uh, new evolutions for some older mons, including one that I've already seen get leaked. Uh, like the actual form for it. Uh, there are some others that I've confirmed to have been leaked, but I haven't seen the new form yet. Uh, some regional variants. Um, some of the regional variants are of Mons that I assumed was probably going to get one, like Tauros is getting a regional variant. I assume that strictly, like, it's, like, in these trailers, it's always, like, little niche things you got to look for. There was, like, that There was like that one random kid in a trailer who was wearing a Tauros shirt. Yeah. So I, and it was, like, it was like a little bit different design, and I saw that. I'm like, okay, that's probably a regional variant or something. I think this, I think the same thing happened with Sword and Shield. Um, uh, the I haven't have not seen any leaks for your for the fire uh, starter, but I have seen leaks for the grass and water. Uh, I have seen some leaks for those. It's kind of rough leaks though. The Quaxley's evolution looks pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. It look, you know, it, you know, just on the little bit I've seen, it does look pretty sick. I assume he gets a battleship. Basically, yeah, he's like yeah, more or less correct. Yeah. Apparently, one thing that I saw, but I don't remember if this one's like actually part of the leaks or not, is that he can like create like a water horse and ride it. I don't know if that's the oh, case. so Quaxley is Napoleon. Okay, basically, yeah. So I thought it way back when, but I was like, no, nah, they're not gonna do that, right? Yeah, uh, the, the, those those types that I shout out like a few episodes back. That is true, though. Grass dark, uh, fire ghost, and water fighting. That that is the types there. Uh, the only other thing I want to shout out on this before we move on is the new battle mechanic. That one has been essentially leaked because it was like something. It, originally, it was like, you know, like riddled and hinted as like, it's involving color theory. Figure it out from there. You know, just like the the people who are in the know, like not one to flat out reveal it. So essentially what the new battle mechanic is, it's it's kind of interesting, but I feel like it's really lackluster compared to like what we what we've had with like, you know, uh, Dynamaxing, especially, mm -hmm. or even like Megas from a few years ago. 
um, is it's kind of like the gems, the type gems from Gen Five, where you can attack, you know, put it, you know, as your Pokemon's held item and give like you like an additional stab, right? Because uh, for you know the Pokemon, for any Pokemon fans that aren't like hard into the game, they play it very casually. Stab is you know you're just gonna get that bonus attack for same type move as the type of your Pokemon. That's all it is. Um, so with these, uh, with this new mechanic, you can essentially like crystallize your Mon, right? And get an additional stab for another type move. So like a quick example, like, you know, Pikachu, pure electric, you know, Pikachu can learn iron tail. You have like whatever, I guess, gym, we'll just call it a gym, you know, for Pikachu's item, he can basically get an iron, uh, a steel type stab now with iron tail. But the thing is about the mechanic is that it does not activate until you use that type of move. So, like, in that situation, if you have, like, that steel-type stab boost for Pikachu, but let's say you start the battle and do, like, Quick Attack and, you know, uh, Thunderbolt or Volt, you know, whatever, you know, then the mechanic will never activate until you do that type of move. Then the mechanic will activate. Seems kind of weird. Seems, I mean, I feel like it's going to be very interesting for competitive. Like, let's be real. That's going to be very interesting how, you know, te- people are going to have to prepare and build around teams for competitive, but just feels really lackluster compared to, uh, you know, like what we had with Dynamaxing. Uh, the only other thing, uh, I know I just said that was going to be the only thing, but I do want to shout this out because this was very, 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 very disappointing to see, is that as we know, this game is supposed to be like fully open world, go wherever, right? Yeah. Uh, and that includes like for gems as well, go wherever. The the gems do not scale, so that is very unfortunate. I was Boo. I was very I was very afraid of that, but according to the people that are playing the game right now, the leaker that the gems do not do not scale with you. So I was really hoping it was man, where you could like hit up any gem. It's just like, oh, you have this many badges. All right, I'll use Mons in this level range. Nope, you could stumble upon the eighth gem and walk in there with your level seven. Quaxley and he's like, oh, well, he was my like level, you know, eighty something mon. Have fun, well, kid. See, <laughs> see, I liked the idea you had said about level scaling the gyms, but I also really liked the idea of just kind of strolling around and stepping into a gym and right. go, yeah, let's. <laughs> it's like because it, it's really the it's it that's really like the fuck around and find out mentality. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like it's like oh hey look a gym let's go step inside there get into the battle. Oh, oh no. <laughs> did those leaks have to mention anything how that works in tells of like you are actually running a full four person group and you all try and challenge the gym at once? Is like, no, nah, that wasn't mentioned. Dang. No, no, it's a 4v1. And honestly, if we're being real, that probably won't be mentioned because at this, you know, at this time, I would safely assume there's no online. Uh, for the people that are playing this game currently. Probably not. Yeah. So if that's going to be a case, we'll find out later, sort of thing. Uh, there's no bike in the game, by the way. No bike. Yeah, I can live with that. You're gonna be riding legendary Pokemon because <laughs> you know they. Look, there was that joke where they look like you know they they look like bikes. Yeah. yeah nope. You're gonna get to ride them. That's funny. <laughs> so we'll have fun with that. But now we'll follow up on leak season. We got. There's a lot of. I mean, the little bit that I just talked about is just scratching the surface for what's already been leaked. Plus the more that's gonna come out over time. Uh, next up, uh, real quick, we did get some new details on the new skate game. Uh, simply called just skate, not be called skate four or anything. It will be a live service game, free to play. Uh, it is coming to play, you know uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC with crossplay progression. Microtransactions will apparently just focus on cosmetics and convenience. So early in development, uh, there was some people that you know were like very pissed off about this because it's EA, but then there's other people pointing out the facts where it's just like. All right, how many of you are actually going to buy a $70 skate game? You know, it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. fair point. Yeah. This is actually exciting. 
I would say because skate is like skate wasn't anything that I really played. Mm. But the idea of a new skate game sounds great. And if it was that seventy dollar price tag, let's be honest, I'm not picking it up. Yep. This is a free to play game. It's like I'll at least hop into it because this. I mean, free to play skate game. Why wouldn't I jump into it just to at least test it out? I was about to say, if they said skate, I went woo. Yeah, it's like I'm not even a big skate fan, and I I read the article saying like free to play skate game, and I went fuck yeah. I mean, and honestly, and with today's cycle of games and whatnot, as John was saying, and most people online it's like skate's not necessarily a big thing that people are willing to pay a high price point on, so making it free to play and making it a live service and i assume open uh hubs and whatnot is probably ideal for this see that's my take on it as well it's like look guys i get the concern because it's ea we're talking about they're gonna microtransaction the shit of you i get it but bro i actually think this could be a really good thing for the game just have a continuous ongoing skate game you know what i mean because this game wasn't even supposed to happen you know what i mean like skate was dead in the water yeah it was so pretty dead. i mean i feel like a live service game for skate is honestly really the best thing for the for the series i really do uh well, it, well even even kind of disregarding the, like the live service factor just the fact that it's going to be a free-to-play skate game, that's awesome. Right. Because, I mean, the live service stuff, it's like... I'm, I have a bigger I'm player try- base than I've ever had before. It's like, I'm trying to wrap my head around what a live service skate game means as far as what they'll be doing for updates and that. Everyone finding the tallest point and jumping off to break a bones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, I'm, I'm just... As far as, like... I was trying to wrap my head around, like, saying it's a live service game, what kind of updates they'll be continuously making to it. I would assume, like, new new skate parks, maybe some events here and there. Yeah, it's like, it, it'd be something like that. I'm just, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what kind of initially what we'll get. Mm-hmm. And then trying to picture, like, what crazy shit they'll come out with, like, six months in. Gotcha. Yeah, like, that, I, I that, would probably agree with, like, skate parts and stuff, and maybe even, like, open up, like, parts of the city and stuff, you know, more parts of, like, whatever area you're in, like, just the city itself, not just a park, just to, like, skate around the city and be an, be an asshole kid. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. with it being live service, I think, I mean, I assume it'll end up getting a, a decent following. Yeah, um, I would too. With it, it it'll, it'll be fun to see if, like, if they make some wacky fucking parks to skate around in. Yes. True. Uh, next thing, a uh, little follow-up from last week. Apparently, the Red Dead 2 next-gen upgrade is confirmed to be dead. 44 million copies, just saying. Uh, but also, shout-out to the community for having a funeral on Red Dead Online. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. I saw that. They had the funeral on the day of the last content update. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was great. Everyone gathered at uh, two of the graveyards and drank yep. beers. Yep. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and last thing for the weekly wrap-up is uh, just uh, just something to keep uh, your eye on is Bondi Namco did get hacked recently. It's by the same company. Well, not, well obviously not necessarily a company. Same hacker group that hacked Capcom. They have hacked numerous others. Uh, and I will say I did get got. I got got by that picture. That was confirmed fake, unfortunately. That I was putting in the the Discord the other day, where I was hi- super hyped about stuff. Yeah, he, he was like messaging me, getting real hyped about some of the games yep. that were in the picture. I got got because it was proved fake by one thing alone. The uh, the Tekken logo on there that was a fan made logo. I didn't know that. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah. But I see the thing is though, 
like something like that that I posted, like I'm just telling everyone, like keep your eye out for something like that because this same group, the one that's Capcom, they're the reason why we knew Capcom's entire schedule for years to come, you know, you know, because they, you know, with the Bondi hack, they've basically hacked all all main systems, which obviously is terrible, you know, especially in uh, apparently from uh, to my understanding, there are certain countries where like even customer info was also hacked Ooh. to a part of this. Obviously, that's that's absolutely terrible employee info and everything. Um, so, you know, this isn't necessarily something to celebrate. It's just as as gamers keep your eye on this hack because we're potentially going to get uh, some stuff in the pipeline uh, just to find out what's going to be coming out. Cause like the, the one that I saw and it, it, I will say it could still be potentially true and just someone made it up like, you know, like just throw the logos together just for a simple, pretty picture. But like the actual date ranges could still be true. Cause everything was dated out beginning with fiscal year, 2023. So next year uh, and, and leading on, which would go from 2023 to 2024. So, I mean, it still technically could be true. I don't know. We'll see. Everyone's saying it's fake to cut the fan logo in it, but again, it could be someone to make, you know, throwing the whole thing together and just for the simplicity of like a picture. Here you go. Nice and simple. Had a lot of cool titles on there, but it seemed I did, you know, there was like, I noticed like a lot of Dragon Ball in just a single year. Cause there's the breakers, which that is fucking radio silent, you know, <laughs> whenever that's going to happen. Um, Xenoverse three was at the very end. That was cool. And then, uh, fighters uh super which i do think something like that would happen anyway so i don't know it's something to keep an eye on we'll see what all kind of comes out of it the the more exciting one that was on that 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 picture granted like you said might might not happen but at least something to be hopeful about was the uh uh this digimon cybersleep 2 yep that would be fun yep that one and then I i figured you'd be uh potentially excited about tales of ascension as well yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm I'll be excited about a new Tales game every time. Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm not gonna completely discredit the list. I'm just gonna discredit the image because again, had fan, but like, I, it would not shock me if like beginning of next year, let's say like we got the confirmed release of Breakers in in their quarter one. You know what I mean? Or in whatever the other game was, I don't remember what else they had in in Q one. It was Breakers and something else. It would not. Sh- oh, it was Armored Core, which brought some. Like question mark to some people, but I want to remind everyone that I'm uh, that based on like rumors, reports, and leaks, Armored Core is the new FromSoft game that pe- that they're working on right now. Mm. So like that's something that's already been in the news. So like if that ends up being accurate, like I'm just saying, just keep an eye on this. You know, give it like six months. We'll see if Breakers and Armored Core is like Q Q1 of their fiscal year 2023, right? Then if that's the case, hey, this image could actually been true and. Just they just used fan images to just make it visually appealing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just keep an eye on it. If that's the case, then hey, if this is true, we got some hype shit to look forward to. I mean, you got Tekken, we've got Digimon, we got Xenoverse Three, you got Tails. We got some hype shit to look forward to if this is true. Oh, we'll see. Uh, I think that's it though. Uh, I can't think of anything else, uh, boys. Last thoughts on anything that we chat about here today? Anything you want to shout out? No, I ain't got nothing right now. I got nothing. All right. Well, I will hit the music and we'll make our way out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you watch this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe and help us build that community. You can also hit the bell to let you know whenever a video comes up. Thank you very much. You know, I'm glad you're back because I had to try to do that last week. <laughs> I passed it to him first. Yeah. I, tried to, I had to try to do that last week and it did not go that 
I'm pretty sure I missed like half of that. Yeah, like I was, I was about, I was about to hit your button, and I was like, wait, he's not here. All right, John, you first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do everything he said and more. And if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much, and hopefully we'll see you here next week. And then, of course, make sure to check out uh, some Rogue Energy. You can use our referral link down below, promo code SPARK3 to get 10% off your order. You get a starter kit. Try it out. It's pretty awesome. We definitely recommend it. As well as uh, check out our new sponsor, Swift Grips. Get the best grips in the game for sure. Uh, pretty cheap entry point, in my opinion. Lots of different colors. Uh, get it for Xbox or PlayStation. Use promo code GAMESTHETIC for 10% off. And then, of course, use our referral link down below for Red Dragon. If you need any new stuff for your computer, use promo code GAMESTHETIC there as well for 10%. Sign up to the website, SPARK3.com. You can sign up for free. Sign up five bucks a month. Uh, uh, shop.com pick up some merch uh, I do have some a uh, couple things that I'm working on for the merch store right now actually uh, I'm, I'm revamping some of the stuff in the merch store I started doing that the other night so keep an eye out for the merch store definitely just keep an eye out for that uh, join the discord check out the other shows and I think that's it that's everything so yeah until next time guys see ya bye